Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Beatdown Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show. We have Larry. Larry, hello. Hey. Oh, my God, Larry. We're going to do this every single week with you. <laughs> Say hi to the people. Act excited. I, Act ju- like I said, hey. <laughs> what to do, y'all? We here for the Box Office today. Yes, yes, everyone. A um, couple of days before we start, everyone, I am extremely under the weather, so please bear with me uh, today. Uh, there was literally, like, only, we only had today as, like, the only open day for us to, like, do this, or, like, the box office when it came to y'all, like, on Friday or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, we have to talk about these numbers. If it was, like, a regular weekend with, like, something random, we probably just would have skipped this week, but we have to talk about these Shang-Chi numbers. Um, so we're going to go through that. And, uh, yeah, not going to be a longer show. It will probably be one of our shorter shows and everything. Um, but, yeah, I'm still excited to get into this weekend. If you want to follow along, we are looking at the Labor Day weekend for September 3rd, 2021. We had the opening release for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, yeah, so let's get right into it. We're going to be talking about the... Uh, weekend numbers as well as the the labor day weekend numbers usually when there's a holiday on mondays we like to do this show on monday to get that extra day number so without further ado larry what came in number one so coming in on that number one spot is shang chi and the legend of the ten rings bringing in 75.5 million for the pure three-day weekend and then an estimated 90 million for the four-day labor day weekend that brings its worldwide total, including the international releases, up to $146.2 million in its opening weekend of release. This is, in fact, the second largest three-day opening since the pandemic hit, only $5 million behind its Marvel sister, Black Widow. So a huge opening, also setting records for the biggest opening of Labor Day weekend. We love to see it. I'm so happy. I I don't know what happened, but I'm glad that it did happen. I'm happy that the number kind of over exceeded what we were all expecting. Something was telling me like on Friday that the number was going to be better than what we were all predicting because I just kept checking all the theaters near me and it was doing, it wasn't doing like your average Marvel movie kind of packed theater you know what i mean like it was doing it was doing like that you know like i won't say black panther but like more like a uh kind of how the the it, it reminded me of like far from home you know when i when i was checking all the theaters it kind of had the same kind of thing as like far from home where it just like most of the theaters were just like full and stuff and like there was only like a few seats available at most of the theaters that i was checking uh near me so that made me really excited. The tracking we had a couple of weeks ago said 35 mm-hmm. to like 55. So we were, I think, I forget what, I always forget what our predictions were. We were last in the 40s, week. I think. We were like in the 40s and, you know, I was, just, I was trying to be a little bit more optimistic with trying to be like at least, you know, in the 50s. I just like, there was just so much good word of mouth with the movie and i know that happened you know we we it's not our first we, we get a lot of movies that have word of mouth but it's just not clicking with audiences the difference that i the last time that i saw that when it came to word of mouth was the suicide squad but i just didn't have the same amount of buzz that this movie had like the suicide squad when it came to general audiences and stuff and wanting to see it 
uh, when I went to go see the movie on Saturday, the theater was just crowded and stuff. Um, the Asian audience really, really came out to see it and stuff. So I'm just really happy that the movie opened up better than what we thought. 75 for the regular three-day weekend is really impressive, given how much we were expecting it to make, you know? So $90 million for the four-day is super exciting. Um, I don't know. What do you think did it? Yeah, so uh, this week I did find some numbers on Twitter from somebody in their breakdown. I think it originally came from Deadline, uh, but the, you know, mostly online ticket sales and uh, like cinema score style polling showed that the audience was made up of 36% Caucasian, 22% Latino, 18% Black, and 18% Asian. And mm-hmm. this is a 300% increase for Asians in their index awesome. to movie buying. That's awesome. uh, It's also a 30% increase for African-American and mm-hmm. 19% for Latinos. So uh, it seems all of the minority People of color came out came this out. weekend excited mm-hmm. to see this film. So that is for sure an exciting thing. It's also not. It's the first movie not opening on Disney Plus. So right, you had to go out to the theater to see it if you wanted to watch Shang-Chi. I think if it did do the Disney Plus thing, it probably would have opened to where we kind of was guessing, mm-hmm. like in the 50s yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad we, you know, we had the extra boost for people to go out and see it. Um, the the theaters was just, it was just rocking with like, um, I just, I love seeing theaters with like general audiences to kind of get a yeah. feel of how they, how they like the movie and just like, as soon as the movie picks up with the, like the bus scene and stuff like that, it's just like excitement levels all throughout. And um, I just, I, I absolutely loved when Marvel movies can garner this level of excitement, you know? And uh, I think, you know, this is going to be, this is going to inquire studios to just, just do these action movies with people of color. And I, I'm, I, I always get more excited when it's minorities that's the focal point when it comes to cast and just like storytelling and stuff like that. Cause this, this is an Asian story, uh, you know, yeah. like um, Asian mythos and stuff like that. So I just absolutely love that aspect of it. And um, I just thought, I, I don't want to say word of mouth is what really pushed the movie. I just think uh, I thought when it came to marketing, they were, really trying their best to try to get people to just get interested and you know when it came to those trailers on youtube they tried their best to like make people understand that this is completely mcu he's an avenger you know they was relating it to like the iron man origin stories and all the other origin stories that we've seen um so i just thought i just thought there was just so many aspects as to why the movie kind of over delivered when it came to the number and i'm super excited that it did so well you know when we were seeing like saturday how the movie was doing like all of us was getting just really really excited so i'm super happy that it did this number even looking it got that a cinema score and then right now it's sitting at 92 percent on the tomato meter and a 98 percent audience score on rotten tomatoes currently as well so I think audiences are really enjoying it. Critics obviously really enjoyed it. And it feels a little bit different. Something new and kind of exciting. Mm -hmm. Unlike Black Widow, you know, we talked about that at nauseum at this point. But this feels like the first actual Phase 4 Marvel. Uh, Yeah. Like, 
we're moving forward now for real. <laughs> exactly. I listen, I get why Black Widow had to be in the spot that it was when it comes to everything that was going up against it and all that stuff and just how, you know, I'm sure he wanted to do the movie earlier. But this felt like the real start of this new phase. Uh, I I have been saying when when I was hearing, like, you know, when we watched like things like Loki and just Falcon and Winter Soldier, my main criticism was just like, we can we move on? Like, you know, move on to some new characters. I love me some Loki. But at the end of that series is when they really like we moved into like the next phase. It felt like after that series, especially in WandaVision as well too. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't get the same sense as Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I just am glad that it, this movie really does feel like this is a, this is a new MCU and it looks like audiences are going to embrace it a little bit. You know, I'm curious to see how this would, would have done without all the uh, pandemic and Delta variants and stuff like that. I'm curious to see how it would have done opening weekend um you think you think it would have crossed the uh 100 mark without all that i don't know because originally did it just get delayed the once was it because it was originally planned to come out in february um, i think so i think it got delayed date right and i don't yeah i think they delayed it like they delayed it like one time and it was one of the it wasn't like a, oh shang chi was delayed it was like that they moved the whole the whole slate out kind of yeah. like shifted last year so i wonder i mean of course we have black panther is like yeah. the benchmark now of what a February release could do, but that's like an anomaly. We don't <laughs> we don't get yeah. two hundred million dollar openings in February. No, that's, <laughs> that was Black like Panther. <laughs> Black Panther was like a community out, like a community yeah. spread event that will never be topped. You know, it's, it's, just, it's I mean, and they released it during Black History Month, and of course, of course, you know. So I don't. <sighs> I'm trying to think because Bad Boys for Life last year overperformed opening. Was it January or February? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, really, it was like February. Yeah, it was like really, and it performed really well. Actually, Bad Boys for Life was was January. Was now that I January, remember, it. right? It was yeah, like the last weekend of January. So mm-hmm. that performed really well early in the year. So you know, I think Shang Chi could have really gotten close, at least, to that ninety mil or that one hundred mil if if it was regular times. I'm really I'll say regular times, but uh, September. What do you oh, think? It, I think I really think it could have. Yeah. I think I think it could have hit it. Um, I think like early 100s would have been really, really. Imp- I think okay. So here's what I would say, right? I would say the three day like 90 something, and then the four day like 105. Yeah, that's always so, so weird to me. And I also wonder. I don't know. You would really think that people would want to go camping and stuff i don't know because that's mm-hmm. typically why labor day is a meh weekend at the movies people don't want to be stuck indoors it's kind of like summer's coming to an end kids are back at school blah 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 so people go like camping and do like outdoors crap so the movies you know they're not really going to movies um especially with the pandemic i really would have thought people would want to do all of that madness but i wonder I think it's just the movie. I think people were just excited for the movie Mm. and wanted to check it out. And that's why it was able to overcome, you know, people wanting to have one last summer weekend or whatever they were doing. And I just think, yeah, I agree with you. A lot of people, I I just think the trailers just gave off the excitement levels of the movie. And, oh, my God, can we talk about the soundtrack as well? Because I, listen, 
I am so glad ooh. that they what? I said, ooh. <laughs> um, I am so glad that they went with like hip like, you know, Asian inspired hip hop along with like the the score like you know how they kind of like how they mix like you know a hip-hop beat to like you know a traditional kind of movie score i just i'm a huge fan of that they did that for the miles morales spider-man video game um and it was just so great so i think just when you when you mix in just excitement things like that you know even kind of like just like music and just um the character and whatnot it's really impressive it's just all it's really impressive that they were able to do this number in the time that we're at and it's like and 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 you gotta like this this what does this mean for like eternals and stuff like that too because um my mother with the trailer with four eternals that played before the movie um you know who's she's she's a casual when it comes to these movies and stuff like she was super excited for that movie as well so what does this mean for the audience who saw who possibly saw the eternals trailer right before the movie as well because um when you think about how there's no kind of draw when it comes to the movie as far as like the actors and stuff go for the asian audience of course there is plenty but like for the average american audience there's not much when it comes to um you know, actors in this movie that really stands out. Yeah. So, um, and it's not they did they didn't do what they did with like um with Spider Man Homecoming where you would you kinda put Iron Man all over the marketing. Like, you know what I mean? There was not really yeah. anybody another Avenger in the movie. And I I think it's really impressive that they, they did this number with all with, with all that as well. Now in saying all of this, uh like ten percent of this weekend's box office was Hannah going oh my god Hannah, siblings Hannah running like back and forth to that theater <laughs> she went like five times i'm gonna go again i think one more time and then i'm gonna go again next week um, i did go twice I saw, it on, I saw it thursday and then i got a group of people there's like 10 of us mm-hmm. that went and saw it on saturday together mm-hmm. i'm sorry y'all i don't like i don't like when cinemania members hang out without me it's just not fair honestly it's just not fair like you know (laughs) it's one of those movies though i try my best when these type of movies these new diversity movies if you will uh with at least diversity at the forefront in casting i try my best to get like a little group of as many folks as i can get into that damn theater <laughs> i did it with black um, panther did it with yeah. uh, wonder woman did it with tried with it the heights and did it here mm-hmm. of course i i agree i just think and i think it's one of the it's a very crowd-pleasing kind of movie when it comes mm-hmm. to just taking your friends like like i love the suicide squad but you know it doesn't feel like a oh like 20 friends are gonna go see the suicide squad you know what i mean it's very kind of there's an audience for that movie that's very kind of specific, you know, yeah. like James Gunn, weird R-rated kind of stuff. But <laughs> Shang-Chi, in a way, is like for everyone. You know what I mean? So people, I people just can stay yeah. mad. Uh, they stay mad. They keep calling for the downfall of the superhero film and the downfall mm-hmm. of Marvel. But they've got the two biggest openings post-COVID. So what you going to do? Sure. For sure. People and are not it's tired not- of Marvel. And it's going to continue. You know, we saw today, we'll talk about this more uh, tomorrow for Cinemania Live and whatnot. But we saw today that that Venom, they said, oh, yeah, we're moving up. <laughs> Venom <laughs> moved up two weeks, October so Venom 1st. should have never, it should have stayed late September and just been done. Because now Stupid. I don't, it was oh such God. a dumb choice in the first place. Like COVID wasn't going to get 
you know, any better from seven, their yeah. original opening date to October. Like, it wasn't going to get any I better. Remember I remember this is it's what happened last year when the movie started delaying and everyone was like, delay two weeks. I'm like, what do you think it's going to be at in two weeks? Yeah. Um, it's Fast like Nine the movie, was like the only one who was like, right. we'll see you next year. Peace. Like A Quiet Place Part 2 was like, okay, we're doing a full year. You know what I mean? Get the stank of this pandemic off of us and whatnot. But it's like, uh, yeah, Venom. I don't know. I just think it just comes down to what happened with the Suicide Squad and some of the and like Black Widow second weekend. These studios just start to panic. And that's just what happens when it comes to just uh, it happened last year too. these studios. They, they panic, you know, um, especially especially the reactionary ones and stuff. Even even Disney, in a way, they were going to if Shang-Chi didn't do this number, they I guarantee they would have moved Eternals. They would have moved Spider-Man. Sony would have yeah, moved Venom, rumbling. you know, um, so we saw the rumors should definitely be good enough to keep Eternals where it is. Absolutely. absolutely the only thing, yeah. I mean, obviously we don't know if, if the Delta variant gets significantly worse then everything might just shut down again. Who knows? Yeah. But as we are right now, this number should keep Eternals safe where it is. Yeah. Venom. Oh, God, I just, I can't with Venom. They showed that damn trailer in front of the Shane They showed it too, and I was just like, again, just, what are we, what, why? You know, I but just. I'm, what I'm really excited for is I don't think Shang-Chi's going to see that drop like Black Widow did. Because Black Widow was on, so? it was on Disney+. Plus. You're right, so, you're like right. we talked about. Same with Suicide Squad too, yeah. Every time it's on streaming, it can open big. But you're not mm-hmm. going to see repeat viewers like that. Like you might with Shang-Chi. People really had fun. I think they are going to want to see it again. And they got to go back to the theater to do it. Plus, it's going to have no competition until Venom. I mean, September is pretty bare for any type of big release. So Yeah. I I also think the studios are going to start not sleeping on the month of September. This is like, we see this a lot every year when it comes like, there's like a September movie that just pops off and stuff because wasn't Downton Abbey September? Um, now that <laughs> I, I remember so. it, I think it was September. And I think, what was that other big new release a couple of years ago? Like it chapter one, like the first, it, it, yeah, movie, it, took those it was September like, releases. Oh my God. It was like 120 million in September. And then they did it again with the 90 million in September. I think studios are just going to stop sleeping on September feels like a lot like a okay it's the uh the calm before the storm that is like oscar season slash halloween season you know it's right after summer so audiences but like september has been proven to be like a nice little staying ground for some movies mm-hmm. so maybe we'll get more marvel movies in the month of september you know we'll never know and stuff so i i think it's really exciting all around all right let's go into the, the uh rest of the top five here let's go to number two what do we got so number two is Candyman for the three-day weekend, which brought in 10.5, which is a 52% drop. I'm looking in the actual article because, for some reason, uh, Universal has not reported a four-day weekend for Candyman. But it did have an estimated 13.4 million for the four-day based what on that 10.5. <laughs> So what I don't know what with this whole thing. Uh, Universal, I don't know what they're just fell asleep today and didn't wake up or something. But <laughs> um, yeah, Candyman, a fifty-two percent drop 
plus whatever not it bad. made today. That's definitely not bad. Especially that's not for bad a at all for film. horror. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I was actually surprised. <laughs> horror is uh, usually like 57, you know? Yeah. That's not it's bad. It's usually at least high 50s for horror films. But that does bring the Candyman film up to 39 million without today's number and 50.0 million worldwide thus far. Oh, another thing. Sorry. Well, speaking on worldwide. I find it really strange. Shang-Chi still doesn't have a release date for China, yet they have those posters up. Like, they, you know, Simu Liu mm-hmm. took that picture, and it was like, welcome home, Simu, on that huge, like, billboard in China. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. And um, I'm like, there's still the, no release date, right? They're advertising, and they don't even have a release date, and he's over there doing something, press, I assumed, with that. But mm-hmm. Do you know the world? What's the What was the worldwide number that you had? Did you have it? With you? Oh, for Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, right With now it's one... at one forty-six. Not bad. Not bad. It's really yeah. good. That's really good. Yeah. Impressive. Without China, it opens. And without China, I think China would it would have gone crazy over I there. I think it's but... going to do really good in China. So I mm-hmm. hope they get that situated and get the release worked out there. I don't know. Oh man, what a star! Like you know what I mean. This is how you build a star in twenty seconds. It's like nuts. <laughs> like to just think about how he must be on cloud nine this weekend and stuff. I just what like what a star now. Like you're you're like you i mean you're shang chi of the marvel universe and i'm super like with the post credit and stuff like that i just i'm super excited to see him with other characters it's gonna be super fun and stuff you know what i mean like when i saw the first ant-man i was like oh he's gonna be in civil war like whatever (laughs) but like (laughs) well you know what i mean when they announce another another movie part of me feels like he's gonna part part of me feels like he's gonna get snuck into a multiverse of madness I don't know. Especially with, the, I mean, how big a role Wong played in the whole film. I mean, he wasn't like big, big, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in it a decent amount to be like, oh, hey. Um. Okay. So my one thing with this movie too, with Shang Chi, is that I, I think I, I would have loved to see more, at least like one more Asian kind of Marvel hero. Um. I don't know who that could have been, but I, I, I thought we would get more of Wong in the movie. I did. I love the movie, but I'm thinking about how. Um, you could have capitalized on just having another Avenger in the movie, like even if it's a new one or something like that. Um, yeah. But I thought that would have been kind of cool. But I, either yeah. way, I'm still happy with what we got. And course. I think it's pretty cool. We're talking about Candyman 2. We have an Asian-led blockbuster and a black-led yes. blockbuster, both with the same race directing the films. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot of Amazing. fun. So, uh, all right, number three, let's go. So, coming in at number three is Free Guy, which brought in $8.78 million for the three-day weekend and $11.2 million for the full Labor Day weekend. That brings Free Guy up to a new total of $94.3 million domestic and $241.7 million worldwide. Oh, my God. That is... It's incredible. I, I'm still, every time we talk about, every time we come on air, when it comes to box office, I still get so shocked by how well the movie is just holding. I don't even get it. Um, when it comes to the three-day weekend, it only dropped 33% again. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is and with I think this that's movie. But like biggest drop yet is 33 Yeah. 8.7 in week four like what's going on here and then labor day doing the 11 million so like an extra an extra three million in just one day like 
I don't get it, but I'm super excited for uh, for Shang. I mean, not Shang Chi for Free Guy. Um, I don't know what's been going on with this movie, but I, I'm surprised they haven't. I mean, if this is Warner Bros. They probably would announce like 18 sequels, oh, yeah. but I'm surprised there hasn't been any kind of talk yeah. when it comes to that. You know, and this one was theater only too, right? Yeah, there's there's and no hint it. of it on being on Disney Plus. There's no 45 limit or whatever. You know what I mean? This yeah, so is these in top the theaters. Three are- Theaters exclusive. Theaters only. About time we got there, you know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but this is this is really impressive. I, I again, Free Guy continues to be the movie of the summer, even if it's delayed mm-hmm. summer. It just be, it just continues to be that movie that you know we're all just kind of in awe by how good it's doing. So it, it's extremely impressive. I don't know what else to say when it comes to how it's, how well it's doing, you know? And next weekend, it'll definitely cross that hundred mil domestic and 250 sure. worldwide. So it'll hit those For two sure. milestones in the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super, super impressive again. Um, I, I, like I said, when we, when we keep talking about free guy, I don't know how and why, but Hey, good. You know, <laughs> Uh, keep doing what you're doing, I guess. Just it's not even like they keep they're like marketing it crazy. I walked in the theater on Saturday when I went to go see Shang Chi, and the first person, the first poster you see is Free Guy. You usually it's like the new movie of the weekend, but uh, it wasn't Shang Chi. Usually the theater that I go to when it, um, that we went to, um, usually the first poster, the first big poster you see when you walk in is like whatever new release it is, and it's just Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds, just that big massive poster of him smiling um and i'm just like oh wow they're still promoting that you know it's great to see though you know yeah so um all right let's get into the number four slot so holding strong at number four is jungle cruise which brought in just over four million down only 19.8 percent in its sixth week of release uh Mm -hmm. for the full labor day weekend it made 5.2 million that brings the jungle cruise domestic total up to 106.8 million and worldwide total now sits at 193.7 million so i think what's happening here when it comes to these great like holds when it comes to the box office like it only like 19 percent drop is extremely impressive six weeks and you bring it in four million another huge impressive number so besides Candyman, what i'm seeing is the family movies are the ones that are just doing the best right now um and it's kind of how it's always been in these pandemic kind of box office times you know like um the the kid friendly and the family movies have just been holding really well um and i think that's just what's been going on so i know a lot of people are mad about the venom not being rated r but i think the best thing going for that movie right now is that it's pg-13 you know um and it gives more of a family vibe than something like the suicide squad and stuff i just think that's what's just that's what's keeping audiences like around right now you know yeah no for sure yeah yeah it's another little crowd pleaser like you said family movie lots Mm -hmm. of fam like not 
necessarily family movies, but between Shang-Chi, Free Guy, Jungle Cruise, and then of course our number five, we have movies that you can take pretty much your whole family to go see. Candyman is the only one that is not for sure. accessible to everyone in the whole top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I think that's what's been going on when it comes to the box office right now. So speaking of that, let's go to number five. And rounding out our top five is Paw Patrol the movie, which brought in also just over four million for the three day weekend, and also an estimated five point two million for the full Labor Day weekend. That brings Paw Patrol's uh, domestic total up to thirty one point five million, and its worldwide total is now sitting at eighty one point eight million. Um, this also coincides with its for free release on Paramount Plus, and Jungle Cruise also obviously had that uh, day and date mm-hmm. release for Disney Plus. Ain't nobody know about that Paramount Plus release, though. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, did you watch hey. Jungle Cruise on Disney Plus, or you still ain't watched it? I still ain't watched it. I'm, oh, okay. I don't know. I think I'm gonna give. It, I'm, I think I'm gonna give it that Cruella treatment. You know, my she... mom like like my mom just watched Cruella for the first time because oh, it's like finally free. Yeah. So I'm gonna wait until this is like free on. It, it's 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 too like far gone. You know, yeah. Yeah. the one movie that the one movie that's been that's been like just escaping my grasp that I want to see in theater still is The Night House. Um, oh. I don't think that's gonna happen. But I'm just like. <sighs> Oh my god! I, that's the one movie that I just there's no way I'm gonna be able to see it in theaters, and I'm kind of bummed about it, like bummed about it. But when it comes to Jungle Cruise, like I don't care, whatever. Yeah, this I'll I mean, I so yeah, it. the Lighthouse will probably be streaming soon. I'm sure. I don't know if I hope pictures. Searchlight, I don't know. Do they have that 45 deal? I don't know. That's why I was trying to figure out the other day. So I honestly have no idea. Like, what's the plan when it comes to that? I know, like, oh, if I if I didn't see Shang-Chi, I would be like, oh, you know, at least I still have the 45 day or something like that. But yeah, it's just it's 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 just yeah, a little frustrating when it comes to other studios and not knowing. But um Okay, that was the top five, right? We already said Paw Patrol. You did yeah, that, little right, Paw right, Patrol right? still okay. checking along. So let's go into the rest of the box office. What, okay. are, what are we looking at right now? My biggest takeaway and shock is with Shang-Chi releasing, Black Widow mm-hmm. had the smallest drop in the entire top ten. It only That's found usually... Yeah. I, I notice that usually what happens when there's another it's Marvel so movie that comes weird. out with with like another like you know it kind of it's kind of like what happens because the same thing happened, happened Black Panther right Black Panther was still in theaters when Infinity War came out it was incredible and it's all <laughs> a remember, bump like it actually right. went up <laughs> I, I actually remember seeing Infinity War a couple of days after it released like Black Panther was playing in the theater across from Infinity War and it was still crowded. I was like befuddled. I was like, oh, I I don't get it. I think it's the it's maybe it's the it's the uh, it's kind of the novelty like ooh seeing two Marvel movies in a the theater you know together yeah, like back to are, back or something like that you know I don't know maybe people who don't see the other one right away are like okay let's do a double feature of the two new ones yeah mm-hmm. yeah because Black Widow only dropped nine point five percent this weekend it's under a million now but um, still in the top ten. After nine mm-hmm. weeks in the theater, uh, it jumped over a few. For and sure, Black Widow's also up to three hundred and seventy-two point two million worldwide. So there's that number. While we're talking about her, 
Mm-hmm. 9%, 9% drop. I mean, it's a magic. That is insane. Oh, don't breathe too much. Uh, small drop too. What y'all? Uh, why do I have to keep yelling? It's Halloween. At y'all? I think I really do think it's it's <laughs> Halloween getting close. Horror does well September, September and October. Horror does really really well. Yeah, I know the Nighthouse is kind of. Uh, I, I, I know the Nighthouse had a big drop, but I think it's just because this is more. Don't yeah, breathe too is more of a mainstream yeah. horror. Uh, I think that's what's just what's going on. Look Another this, massive drop. Black Widow is about to pass Suicide Squad next week. Suicide oh God, Squad dropped 54%, and Black Widow still holding on. It's about to pass it. But look at the another protege. Ma- yeah, I was going to say another the protege, 67% <laughs> drop. Now that was what the happened? big drop. <laughs> How do you go from millions to like 528,000? That is a massive, that's an ugly drop. That's not You see all these movies? The Black Widow jumped over the top of Old, The Protégé, The Night <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's the best movie of all time? Where the hell's Escape Room? Again, without the box office, man. The Forever Purge. Did it fall Can off? The box? That a... Yeah, Escape Room <laughs> is gone. I'm mad about it. What's let's let's talk about What's your Green Knight. What's, What's up with your Green Knight, but let's talk what? about your Green Knight. The audiences, the, the audiences are oh. mad at the Green Knight. They wanted Lord of the Rings, and they got <laughs> they got a twenty four bullshit. When you know? are we gonna talk about the egg rescue on the podcast? I don't even know what that is, Larry. I'm I just see it on honest. here. What's kind of the cute? last like Leonardo? The, like what's Leo doing here? <laughs> I have no idea. Leo, why um, didn't you tell us you had a release? What's going on? Hey, a solid drop I would give to respect. Only 43%. Yeah, yeah respect held a little bit better this week. A lot of good mm-hmm. holds this week. Um, I actually, you want to know something cool that happened to me over the weekend in Shang-Chi? Um, the, the, the director of photography was actually in the theater for respect. Oh. Uh, yeah, he asked my mom and I to take a picture of him in front of the poster. He was like super excited because it's like you know his name was right there you know yeah. you know in the credits on the bottom of the poster uh, oh, his wow. name was right there so I didn't get his name though which is I mean I sure I could just look it up but yeah. I guess he's a box he's a Boston native so he was like he was like hey can you take a picture of me in front of this and we were confused we were like why does this white male want a picture in front of respect but <laughs> we took the photo and he was like yeah I'm the director of photography I was like oh cool oh and uh, yeah that yeah. is really cool. Yeah, so that was that was that was pretty fun. Respect um, this weekend, I think, uh, or during the week, sometime past twenty million. So it made that little mm-hmm. milestone. Don't breathe too is about to get to thirty. Uh, Paw Patrol past thirty this weekend. Paw Patrol, Candyman, yeah, Paw Patrol getting over Candyman. forty. Candyman doing pretty good. I'm really happy to see that. Actually, Candyman just kind of sticking there strong. Uh, I wish it would have one more weekend with it by itself before we got it got demolished by the big release. Yeah. Um, but other than, you know, I'm still excited just to see it doing well, at least, you know. Um, yeah. okay, what do we have next week? I don't think we have anything. Malignant. Oof. I'm excited for it, and I'm probably going to see it at some point. I'm probably going to see it late, sadly, um, because I'm moving Thursday. So. I hope it's good. I really, I hope. I hope. Oh my God, I just saw the, com- the commercial was just playing on my TV just now. And that overhead shot of whatever it's going on, it looks so good. It's James Wan doing his normal stuff. So I think it's going to be good, but I just, I'm worried about when it comes to audiences. But hey, you never know. It's close to Halloween. Um, we did talk about, you know, Candyman and uh, and uh, Don't Breathe 2 doing really well. 
So maybe, I don't know. Uh, the marketing has been really rough when it comes to Malignant yeah. and has the HBO Max team to go it's up against. It's a James Wan film and they really haven't like given it much. Yeah, and it, it, it's going up against it's going up against uh it's going you know it's going HBO Max as well. Yeah, so, I'm thinking like ten ish. Well, that's it, Larry. Maybe, yeah, no, I don't think it's going to be <laughs> much. Maybe. I'm sorry about it. <laughs> he said, I'm sorry about it. <laughs> okay, not. I think I'm going to I'm gonna be a little bit more. I'm going to go 15, just to be a little bit more nice to my horror. Nah, you think it's open in the same as Doom? No, Larry. Ah! <laughs> I'm going to tell Hannah, and Hannah's going to be so mad. <laughs> Y'all, don't listen to these people on Twitter. Those Twitter first reactions ain't going to give Dune no extra money. I just need you to know tw- film Twitter. You mean you're telling me I when I left Dune shaking is not going to get somebody to go out <laughs> to that theater? Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, man. I, I finally saw life in a whole new light once I left Oh, Dune. my God. I saw Jesus himself <laughs> yeah. down. Like, when I, I had I saw to crawl Dune. out the theater because I couldn't walk. What a- <laughs> Festival also, reactions are just a mess. <laughs> I have to say, I agree with people. Have you? What's the longest you would sit there and stand and clap, Dwayne? All, all I'm saying is that I would have, I would have left. I just would have been like, I all right, left. like these people talking about ten minute re, twenty one minute uh, record for the applause, and I'm like, you, uh, what do I look like if you catch me standing there clapping for a movie for twenty one minutes long? Yeah, it was like nine. Dune received like a nine minute yeah. or no? What movie did like a nine minute like react? Nine. Yeah. And I was like, I nobody, ain't nobody stay. I would, I would just sat down at the like. What you doing? Just standing there clapping for nine minutes, <laughs> hollering so, uh, when you see them when they walk to the front and wave at you. <laughs> That's, I mean, it just so sounds these people. crazy. And other people online, I finally saw it. They were like, "Yeah, this is the first time I've been part of one of those crazy tiff reactions, and it was as ridiculous as I thought it was." Mm-hmm. I said, for sure. I mean, for sure, I'll be. I probably would just walk out. Right. I'll be sneaking so out the of, back. So Tiff is actually this week. Um, we have we're gonna have more reactions for Dune and other movies and stuff. Um, but uh, I think I don't know people. about a. We did. covering it. Cinemania people. Oh, I didn't. Know. Well, maybe four. Yeah, Leo, I don't know. Is Josie? I think Josie, Leo, Alyssa. Are you covering Tiff? You no. Tiff? Alyssa, I, but I think um, Alyssa's only doing the virtual, and there's not. They ain't giving them virtual people nothing this year. No, they they said you you gonna have to fly out. They if even you want just some today type. Uh, switched something from worldwide virtual to Canada only. Oh my god, that's a mess. That is that's. Um, that's, that's why I didn't. That's why I, I don't be bothering applying to somebody. So I haven't. No. I don't think I've applied to a festival. In like I'm applied to Denver, of course, and that's about. Yeah, it. I'm gonna apply to the Boston one in a few Maybe weeks, Sundance but... if they if they do virtual again next year. Maybe I'll try again. But you should. Or let's go meet me. Meet me in Utah. Or I mean, yeah, Sundance. Me Utah's Utah, not beach. very far from me. I'll just drive over the mountain. But, yeah, because listen, um, when it comes to, when it comes to Sundance, the thing that I noticed at Sundance is that it is good to have people to go with. Going to Sundance by yourself, you are going to be spending a lot of money. Just oh, trust yeah. me, <laughs> you're going to be spending 
a lot of money if you go alone. At least when you go to people, y'all can split rides. You guys can yeah. split split like living, split food. It's yeah, I recommend. See, that's that. why I don't play. I know Talia Ride's happening right now, and that's obviously mm-hmm. the closest film festival to me. It's in Colorado, um, mm-hmm. but. Tell you right, don't play. <laughs> I heard tell you right, it's expensive as hell. Too, it's expensive like, as know. hell, and if you get accepted as press, you still have to buy the mid tier of the mm. ticket package. They don't cover the cost of your tickets. You got to buy oh, the pass no. as press. Oh, hell. Oh, and tell you right no. is a little mountain town here in Colorado. It's expensive as hell to stay there. Anything. So tell you right, you better you better be rolling in the dough. <laughs> Yeah, I, but I, I, oh, I do have no. to say I was a little jealous because all these people posting their pictures with Kristen Stewart at Tell You Right. I was like, oh damn, maybe I should have tried. She's been living. I don't know what's going on, but she's been she's living. But killing it. But yeah, um, so Amanda will be covering it for sure. Amanda I don't know what is, Leo's okay. going to cover because Leo's going out there like a week late. All the good movies are premiering before Leo gets there. <laughs> what's the? I think I remember one of my friends did that for Sundance. They came like the Tuesday. I said, what are you doing? <laughs> And then Leo and Amanda like, obviously both got screwed over because them Dune tickets was gone. Them scalpers. Oh my god, by them. scalpers. See, I, I know what it's like to get stuff taken by Oof. scalpers when it comes to going to wrestling events. They they like the first people who buy all the wrestling tickets. Mm-hmm. So they're like doubled when it comes to price. But I never I've never heard of this in my life of like <laughs> At a, a movie. I saw TIFF tickets for uh for for Dune is like seven hundred dollars. Go ahead. <laughs> what the hell? So listen, I can wait a month. Literally a month. I can wait a month. I know like, the people the are mad that them Dune tickets were handled like that at the festival. I don't like blame them. I would have been mad too. That is like, absolutely nuts. So now now Leo, you flying all the way up to Canada <laughs> and you couldn't mm-hmm. even get Dune? Absolutely but nuts. It'll be so, interesting. It'll be interesting to see what Alyssa can cover as well and all that. So, be uh, before we go off the air, everyone, I just want to say a quick uh, rest in peace to. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! Really, really sad uh, loss that we had uh, today. Um, I'm extremely just Michael K. Williams. Uh, if you've watched The Wire and recently Lovecraft Country, he's been on. Um, a bunch of other shows. What's the show that he did? What's the show that he did that was done by Ava DuVernay with the, the, uh, Mm. all the way they see us and stuff. He, uh, he's in 12 years. His, he passed away uh, earlier today. No word on how he passed, but extremely young, 54 years old. Um, another, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, another black, another black voice that, you know, I definitely valued. We've definitely have had the black community. We've experienced a lot of really rough deaths when it comes when it's come to performance performers and stuff. Uh, Extremely sad by the news that we saw today. But uh, uh, rest in peace and. Uh, well wishes to all his family. Current, um, yeah, also Emmy nominee for Lovecraft Country. So right. So um, um, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we just we just went through this with Chadwick last year in the Oscars. Now mm-hmm. he's nominated for an Emmy and he passes. It's just uh, what a what a talent and somebody who went. Um, I don't know that we properly gave him his flowers while he was still here because he was agreed such a fantastic actor he he was so good 
in everything. He was one of those actors that pretty much didn't usually was a supporting role, but wow, mm-hmm. he made sure to make his mark on everything he was in. He was great. Absolutely. One of my favorite black actors of all time. Uh, we'll talk about it more tomorrow on, or just in the next couple of days of shows. But uh, uh, with that being said, everyone, I want to thank you guys all for listening today on today's box office beatdown show. Thank you for being patient with us when it comes to shows. Uh, we haven't done a show since last week. Um, I've been really busy. I'm moving this week, but uh, coming this week, we still have, we're going to still have some shows coming out this week, Tuesday, tomorrow will probably be Cinemania live with Hannah and I. And then, uh, Wednesday, we'll be recording um, the 100th episode of the Cinemania World Show. It's going to be me and a bunch of the Cinemania World members. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about like three of three of us, like a bunch of the members coming up to talk about the 100th show. We're just going to relax and just kind of reminisce and stuff. Uh, that should be all this week. Uh, but when it comes to reviews for like Malignant, I might have to hand the hosting duties to somebody else because I probably won't be able to watch probably till next Monday. Uh, so yeah, my weekend is really my, my week is really busy, but that's the, the, that's one of the great reasons why I have such a great group of people who are able to just come on and do the hosting situations. Um, maybe as well, like Friday, we'll have like a Cinderella Live if Larry is available to do it with like Hannah <laughs> or something. Maybe this weekend. Um, Larry had no idea about this. I just told him just now. Um, so thank you guys all for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys all for listening. Once again, my name is my name is Dwayne, not Larry. Larry, let everyone know they can follow you. You can find me on YouTube and Instagram at Chili Boy Productions and on Twitter at Chili Boy YT. Chili Boy Productions and Leo always trying to hang out all the time. Don't make no damn sense. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94 and the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemaniac World. Thank you guys all for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.